T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhardt. The banking sector continues to reel after the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank with another Bay Area bank under financial pressure as investors worry about the crisis spreading. This is happening even though the Biden administration moved quickly to guarantee all deposits at Silicon Valley Bank beyond the usual FDIC limits. It's astonishing how quickly SVB unraveled in just a matter of days, followed over the weekend by the failure of Signature Bank in New York. Today, shares of First Republic Bank, based in San Francisco, fell by about two-thirds, even though that bank remains open for business and well-capitalized, according to its leaders, who say they've secured more financing from J.P. Morgan to make sure they can survive a run on the bank if one comes. Meanwhile, those who depend on Silicon Valley Bank had a pretty nervous weekend before the administration stepped forward. For more, we're joined live on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by State Senator Dave Cortezi of San Jose. His district includes much of Silicon Valley and, and many customers and companies who bank at Silicon Valley Bank. Thank you so much for being with us. All right, so you called yesterday for swift action by the federal government to protect the bank's depositors. How satisfied are you now with the steps the administration has announced since then. Well, thank you. Uh, first of all, I'm very satisfied with um, the quick reaction uh, from the feds yesterday, yesterday evening, and the, and the early announcement, uh, East Coast time, by President Biden, which is very, very important to settle uh, the markets and, and really assuage people's nerves and concerns. I mean, you know, a lot of what happens when you get, um, uh, you know, any kind of a banking failure, even when it's one bank, you know, we've had two, one on each coast at this point, is uh, people get nervous. Investors get nervous, and there's a psychology to that. And hopefully uh, the Fed's quick action thus far has, again, assuaged a lot of concerns. What have you been hearing from constituents who are worried about not being able to get their money back? That's a great question. Uh, We have had constituents uh, inquire. In fact, I was out and about uh, in the district. I'm back in Sacramento today, but on the weekend in the district, uh, I was approached at, at uh, banquets at dinners that, that I was attending um, by folks who are, are entrepreneurs who were uh, involved um, in, you know, in this kind of thing, not necessarily depositors uh, at that bank or borrowers at that bank, but uh, they wanted quick action. That's, that's the first thing that we've heard. We've heard from, from other uh, uh, medium-sized investors, constituents, um, texting, if they have my text address or emailing, you know, asking me, um, are we okay? Um, you know, without naming any particular banks, uh, they, on the radio, they indicate, you know, my, my money is in uh, XYZ bank. Uh, I'm good, right? I'm good, right? <laughs> We're good. I mean, that's, people want assurances. And I think that's why uh, the Fed's action is so important. I think it's very important uh, for this state, especially with the state chartered banks, uh, to step up and, and continue to indicate that uh, we're doing our part, and uh, when it comes to uh, any concerns that uh, employees have, workers have, or anybody else has, that uh, we stand prepared to 
to assist. How dependent is your district and its economy on this bank and others like it? You know, my district is, is as you know, a, a district of huge uh, gross domestic product. I mean, one bank isn't going to teeter the district one way or the other. Um, if we were a country, the county of Santa Clara, I'm not talking about the state, but the county of Santa Clara um, would rank in the top one-third of gross domestic product of all economies in the world, all nations in the world. Uh, so one bank coming or going, especially when it's backed up by the federal government, uh, isn't going to send any kind of permanent shockwaves through the Silicon Valley economy. Uh, what you know, you'll want to be concerned about is is really um, since we've we, we've had this up and down economy, this economy that's strong when it comes to um, employment uh, or low unemployment, strong in terms of general corporate profits. Um, is it is it going to stay strong in terms of, of the banks and Wall Street? I mean, that's always a general concern. Uh, but one bank alone is not going to teeter the local economy. Should we have seen this coming and are there steps that the state, as opposed to the feds, that the state can or should take to guard against something like this in the future? Uh, we all have to do that. I mean, there were laws that were, uh, frankly, watered down uh, that had been in place uh, since the last Great Recession, uh, as we called it back then, uh, during the, the first term of the Obama administration, uh, a lot of uh, safeguards were put into place, especially at the federal level, uh, is what I'm referring to, that were wound down or watered down in 2018 um, uh, or thereafter by the Trump administration. So uh, I think we've seen and heard signals from the federal government that they'll go back now uh, and try to shore things up in terms of safeguards. Uh, in terms of, of guarantees, I'm not sure the $250,000 FDIC guarantee is uh, is really relevant anymore. Um, you know, the, some of the insurance limits are still what they were uh, when I was in the banking business back in the 1970s. So uh, some of that needs to be changed, and, and, and we need to, to move quickly, and, and I think that'll take some of the negative psychology out of what we're seeing right now. You talk about bringing back some regulations. Does that include the regulations that were rolled back by the Trump administration? Yeah, that's exactly what I was referring to. Um, regulations that were rolled back, um, you know, halfway through the Trump administration. Uh, you know, those, I hope, uh, to whatever extent, uh, those can be brought back by either presidential executive order or congressional action uh, that will see swift movement. Um, you know, this president won't and can't stand idly by, you know, with any kind of of repercussions possible out there, with any kind of of jitters uh, going on um, in terms of uh, investors or the people who work for them. So uh, I expect quick action. And and again, at, at the state level, uh, we cover things um, that are important um, in terms of of any fallout that does exist. Uh, you know, um, there hasn't been anybody to this point that's lost a job or anything like that. But uh, believe me, the governor's office uh, and the state legislature, the state Senate has their eyes wide open, uh, ready to, to act and pounce in a, in a productive way if we need to. You know, in sharp contrast to 2008, this administration is not bailing out the bank or shareholders, but it is rescuing account holders, depositors. What do you think of that approach? Well, that's the approach that's that's necessary right now. Um, you know, there, there's no indication that the investments of the bank um, 
you know, are wrong, bad, or, or otherwise. What we saw uh, over, you know, a dozen years ago was a different kind of a problem with banks where the investments they were making, especially in mortgage-backed securities and the housing market, um, were suspect at best, in, in some case borderline bogus. Um, that's not the problem we're seeing here today. What we're seeing is, at least based on what we know at Silicon Valley Bank, uh, depositors who are large institutional depositors, startup companies, corporate folks, um, who in the ebb and flow of things uh, felt they needed to get cash out to be more liquid themselves. And by pulling that cash out to make payroll and do other things, capital investment, they, uh, they, they took a lot of cash out of that bank that was keeping the bank liquid. So it's a different kind of problem, and it's one that's more focused on the, de- the deposit side of the banking industry than it is uh, on the on the loan or investment side of the banking industry. All right, well, thanks so much for being with us. We'll see how we ride this one out. State Senator Dave Cortezi of San Jose, thanks for being with us. Yeah, that $250,000 limit, it's only been in place about, what, maybe 15 years. And I mean, I'm old enough. I remember when that limit was $40,000 uh, when I opened my first savings account many years ago. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.